Guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk, and my co-host and friend... Graham K. Hello, everybody. Uh, Kirk has an autistic son. I'm an autistic brother. True. Um, what is happening with your son, JJ? JJ's doing good. I just got What does JJ stand for? Jacob Jerry. Jacob Jerry. That's named funny. After... I've, never, I've never even asked that. Well, we named him after both his grandfathers. Yeah. And JJ is also my dad's nickname, because my dad was John Jerry. So a little double nomenclature. Such a nice, that's a, such a southern name. JJ? We'll give, no, we'll give you two first names. Oh, two first John names. John Jerry. John Jerry. Yeah. Well, his name was going to be John. John Jerry Smith. His name was you need be... a little bit of extra if your last name's Smith. You got to have something. Yeah. Because otherwise his name was going to be John Smith. Yeah. Which would be tough. Yeah. When I checked in with my wife on our honeymoon, we checked in as Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and they gave us a look. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was 22, and I looked like I was 12. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You must have looked <laughs> so young when you were 22. Yeah. I have a fat little baby face. Holy crow. Wow. 30 years ago. When people find out Kirk has, uh, like, uh, what, a 26-year-old daughter 25, now? 25. 25-year-old daughter, their jaws drop. And a balding son. <laughs> <laughs> there was this little group of women, girls, on the last cruise I just got off yesterday, about 25. And they're kind of trying to be a little flirty. I'm like... Tired. I'm a hundred. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like oh, how old's your daughter? Twenty five. That's how old we are. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not super engaged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're no, but that's you're how, weirding me out. That's our age. Yeah, that's that's bad. You you get that that's <laughs> that doesn't make this ideal. Yeah. Like, there's things I like about yeah. this, a lot of things I don't like about this. <laughs> Mostly not. <laughs> um okay. Well, at least you're a good guy. Okay, moving on. Every time I hear JJ, I, I think of uh, I, where I grew up. JJ means Jean Jacques. Oh, which is French Canadians do that. French. They do that, and they they do the same thing. They're a little hillbilly-ish, French Canadians. <laughs> it is funny, and they they add the two two first names. It is funny. John they, and Jack. They are a little Jean Jacques. Hillbillyish is a strong. Yeah, there's something a little like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe if hillbillyish is. Uh, well, they're not as sophisticated it, as Parisian French. I'll say absolutely that. Absolutely not. Well, yeah. they, I don't mean to be insulting if you're from the south and I just called you a hillbilly. I'm I'm sorry. I mean like a little country. How about a that? Country. You yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 People from from Quebec, they when they go to France, people from France starts like will return conversation in English because they think that they don't speak French. <laughs> and literally, that's the only language they speak. Most people in Quebec don't speak English. That was another adjustment when I went there. I couldn't believe it. Like, you barely speak French. Yeah. I, I went to French class, and yours is... Well, what it is, is what it very is, tough. I know we're getting off topic. Yes, yeah, sir. But um, there, there, there are people with autism in Quebec. There you go. Hey, uh, right back. Yeah, right back. But the, they... They they're leftover people from um, leftover working class people from France. Yeah, the French immigrated here too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're like all, the they're America. basically all, there's only like a couple hundred last names in Quebec because they're 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 descendants of like six hundred soldiers that stayed, okay. and soldiers are like working class poor people. So yeah. then they you know now there's like five million of them and they're all called Jean Jacques Daignon. <laughs> anyway, I know uh, we got off topic there. I apologize. Um, how is Jean Jacques? 
Good. We, we had a we had a good call today. Uh, yesterday, uh, we're due for a call any any second here. Any second he's going to call. But um, I think good. He's uh, last a week ago, ten days ago. I was in California with my parents, and so he calls every day at two. And so I flipped the phone, you know, twisted a little bit out of my head so they could see. Hey, say hi, to JJ. And so my mom and dad are like, hi. And uh, they're always, I'm always surprised that they're surprised at the progress he's made. Because I'm seeing him every day. Oh, yeah. Every two, three months in person. And so, and I showed him the video. You can see on my Instagram of him building a cabinet with my help. And he's doing all the nails and they couldn't believe it. I can't believe he's, yeah. he's not screaming. He's not like, no, he hasn't screamed like that in a while. He doesn't do that as much anymore. And I, I forget. It's great. I it's forget. great to see. Is that yeah. a, a, it's nice to be reminded, the reflection. Yeah, of how far he's come. Yeah. It's like when, uh, yeah, it's like when you see a picture of you and your, like, your old college buddies. You're well, like, I was oh, handsome. Yeah. we have it. I didn't have a belly. You, know, you yeah. think, oh, we look kind of the same. It's like, no, we <laughs> do exactly not. exactly it. Yeah. You know what else is like, you see a kid, I'm like, I feel like I look young. And you just said, oh, you look young for your age. Okay. And then I'll see a kid who's like 21. I'm like, well, I don't look like that. So I'll, t- I'll tell you that. It would be disturbing <laughs> if you did. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's doing good. We had, a, we, had a, we had a nice call yesterday. I go out there again in f- four weeks. I'm doing a, this is a weird first for me, but I'm going to do a ship in Europe and then get off the ship in Stockholm and just take the train to his house. Cool. I'm excited about that. And the, the, the ship, the, the, they do that for you? Yeah, first time. You told them, and they're they're like, yeah, we'll try that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So I was like, really? Great. Good for you for asking. Good for them for doing it. Yeah. Um, so I get out in Germany, Washington, I can't remember the port. Kirk, by the way, is not just taking a, an ocean liner to Europe. He's performing on a cruise. Oh, yeah. No, I'm working. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have like a trunk of well, his the gowns. Way, another the, the little yeah. hack is obviously they'd pay for my flights. So then they'd pay my flight, obviously, because I'm working. Kirk can split. I think a lot of parents, <laughs> a lot of parents with disabled children, you just have this amazing skill. You can split, split a nickel down the middle. <laughs> I've got two nickels. <laughs> oh, you got to survive. Yeah, incredible. Incredible. And, uh, but anyway, how do you think that, that um, JJ recognizes your parents? It's tough because on, they're on the phone and everything, but... So in person, my mom's been out there almost every year, right? And so in person, he definitely warms to her like after the second day, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he definitely does. He hugs her and like, I don't know if he understands maternal relationships, fraternal relationships, you know, who conceived who, how the, all that. But he definitely recognizes them at some level as someone who was in his life or is in his life. And um, so, yeah, it's good. You know, that's what? Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I was just gonna say that's one of the tough ones, right? Trying to, I'm always concerned about him getting uh, visitors. Uh, people come see him. He doesn't get a lot of visitors, so I always, yeah, trying to push my family a little bit to go, to go be involved in his life. Yeah. What do they think about him being in Sweden? Yeah, it's a godsend, you know. As far as um, I, I met a after the show last night, literally uh, did a big theater show on a carnival ship, and a guy came up to me. It was out of Tampa. And he goes, I am a child psychologist out of Tampa. We're talking a little bit. I'd like to buy your book. Buy, you know. And he goes, no, I get it. I love, he, this is his words, I love Florida, but the mental health care budgets here are terrible. And so it's just, he's like, Fuck, yeah, I totally get it. I would do the same thing. So it's a tough one, right? There's like a lot of, no matter what you do as a parent, you're going to feel guilty about, oh, I could have done this. I should have done this, you know, in hindsight. But, you know, I'm not some 
Rhodes Scholar, you know, medicine winning, Nobel Prize winning something. I'm just some idiot who has a kid doing my best. I don't know. I don't know what's but happening. But your, pa- your parents aren't like, he should be in America. They're not like. No. Doing what? Who's going to pay for that? Yeah. They're not offering to pay. I don't have the money to pay. Mm-hmm. So. And there are no places like that in America, right? There's no facilities. Well, in theory, there are, right? Because in theory, there are. Um, I've got a friend, Bill Matthews, who's just started a home in Kingman, California, for his son. So private. And well, they're going to get public funding, okay. but the, the public funding part is complicated, and then they're going to supplement what's not available with private funding. And he's my friend, but he's also a seventy-year-old man who's now retired, and he's going to dedicate his full time to yeah doing the paperwork, doing this, doing that. So it's not like you were at other places where it's it's easily accessible. I feel like it's intentionally difficult. Uh, in October of, uh, as we get closer, I'll get the dates, but um, in October, I will be out in California, Northern Cal, doing a benefit for him to raise money for this home. Uh, I'm volunteering my time to go do that. So there are things available like that, but um, but uh, they're fewer and far between. And if his, his thing is just getting its legs under it, but if it had been available five years ago when I first, you know, I'm he- really hesitant to move JJ. You know, he's very happy. Yeah. And it was really hard to get him in there. Yeah. Even in Sweden, it's been very hard to like, you know, we talked yeah. last week about him getting a job and my yep. complaints. I got an email back oh. from the guy, one of the guys in the municipality who emailed me back about, my, I was expressing my concerns to him about JJ's job. It's been three years. We're working on that. And so to just. What did he say? Um, I can read that. But I was just going to say, just, okay. um, just to change his situation and if it and if you know they're still working on the kinks and if it doesn't go well and then i gotta change it back honestly sounds like an absolute nightmare for me you know just to have to do yeah you know just the physical movement he would around. be closer to you though that'd be one thing he'd be closer and but if you it think it would work be out and i gotta get him back and i gotta get him back in the system and right well i think that you could kind of figure out if it was going to work out by if you visited the your friend's facility i think you could kind of tell if they have because now you know what he needs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My, my hesitation isn't with my friend. My hesitation is with the, the, the way the, the federal system is set up and the funding and how slow they are. Yeah. And, and you, in, my, excuse me, in my opinion, you can't pay the workers minimum wage. That's another thing my buddy does. He, 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 uh, no, you cannot pay these people minimum wage. No. That's in, uh, they're going to pay these people minimum wage. So then he has to help supplement their income. Are you so serious though? They're going to yeah, pay something these? like that. Yeah. What? Mental health, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, so now, you can work at Walgreens or you can work. Uh, I mean, wh- why this is a, a skilled position that you have to go to school thing. for. That's the thing. So why would you do you this? You should make minimum six figures a year for doing yeah, that. That's not what's happening. Not no. And California. So minimum wage might be 15 bucks an hour, but still, 30 grand a year, it's hard to make a living in California. Your house is a million dollars or half a million dollars. Oh, you can't. Dollars, so. you, you, you just can't. So I, I know. I've done it. Yeah. I Seriously. <laughs> I've, 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 made, I've made 30K in California. Yeah. I've made, it's it, a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Everything is too expensive. I mean, we, I mean, it's not like I live in a cheap place now. But I mean, like at least in... Yeah. Anyway, you can't have a son with a disability... <laughs> You can't have a son. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, 
Brian, Brian Kelly, Kel, uh, he used to be one of the writers on, on Conan. That's a great joke. It's like me and my wife uh, uh, thought we couldn't have children. That's what our landlord told us. Or something like yeah. that. Such a great, he had these great little misdirection jokes. They're so, so funny. Um, change the subject back. Yeah, so I got a message from longtime listeners know we uh, had a meeting a few weeks ago with. Uh, the job placement center, the lady who is the boss of the people, the staff at the his um, housing place is what am I trying to say? What is this? Uh, a group home. Group home. Group home, and his good man. It's called, which is like his social yeah. worker, Goodman, which is a woman, of course, because women are the best. And. Uh, yep. And then I got the emails of his boss and his boss's boss and the mayor. And so we emailed everybody. So I got my first response Friday. Uh, I understand you're, I'm not going to say the name. I don't want to embarrass you, but we're, we're just trying to push this. I understand your frustration. It's not okay that you're this, the time that your son has been waiting for the job placement. And I'm truly hoping we can resolve this by this summer. That's good. We will sure. And he, you know, again, he's, he's writing in English, which is not his native language. Yeah we for sure will have a job placement for Jacob during this year. So I felt like at least I'm not being ignored. Now, you know, now the question is, as we talked about, do I keep escalating this thing or I think that's, the, I think you, you say thank you very much. I yeah. look forward to what happened next. I appreciate your re- quick yeah. response. And just, you know, yeah. what, something like that and let it sit. So that's what, that's, that's what you wanted. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. I don't want to be placated and pushed out farther, though. Yeah, of course. Nobody wrote back. He said the yeah. right thing, and you know, it's not everything's bad sometimes. No, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, that's that is uh, frustrating. To me, one of the obvious ways to fix this whole thing is, um, you know, you're talking about um, funding in America. Yeah, his teachers are underpaid, and I feel like that's something that gets plenty of. Uh, Attention, if not resolved, but plenty of people know that teachers are underpaid. But if teachers are underpaid, the people that have to teach disabled people and also every once in a while change my son's pants because he accidentally pooped himself should be paid more than 30000 a year. That job is really hard. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't I don't want someone, face, but yeah. I don't want someone who's making $30,000 a year and it's their last resort as a job to yeah. be taking care of my my disabled child. I want yeah. an expert. Yeah. I want someone who has had multiple choices in their career. This is what they feel called to do. And this is what they feel called to do. And they feel empowered to do it financially, that they can do it. I want someone with options yeah. who's chosen this. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's very... It's one of the, th- like, look, I, I truly love living in America. I think Americans are really good people. I really, really do. I, I've traveled the world. Americans are very kind, nice people. I really worry about um, having children here because I know things can be better. I come from a place where there's just, people aren't discarded like that. 
you know? There's a book called The Fourth Turning. I was looking it up trying to figure out if I remember it. It's about basically how history moves in cycles, and there's every 80 years, the, 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 uh, the society resets because all the lessons you've learned, that generation dies, yeah. and you have to relearn the lessons basically again. Yeah, we're going through a dark ages right and now. Kind of. So yeah. I think there's going to be a big reset in, in about 10 years, and one of the things they're going to look at is I think this new generation, mental health seems to be like a real hot button issue every every young person i talk about talks about you know their mental health and this and so i'm hoping with this new you know i've mentioned this before but you know we have plenty of money to go have wars and kill each other but whenever we want to help each other that's that's too expensive so i hope that'll be re-examined and we can at least fund the services for the poor and disabled there's also other ways you know there's tax dodgers out there who aren't contributing the same percentage that I'm con- contributing to American society. I spent a lot of money on taxes in this country. You know, a lot of a good portion of my income. Um, anyway, that's I don't need. We don't need to get into that. I think I feel we, like you just wrote a check. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I paid my taxes. My my uh, I I got a really I got my case. Okay, so my accountant is he's from like. I think he's from Staten Island or something. He's he's great. I like him. I think I'm with him because I like his accent. Hilarious. He's like That's the radiator. Yeah, he's just unbelievable. So my friend is from here and he's like, I got a really he's Jewish and he's like, I got really I got a crooked account. He's gonna be great. I'm like, Oh good, yeah, get some deals. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he was joking about crooked, but I bet you know, with my job you can't really everything's out in the open. So I and I don't want to anyway. But anyway, so uh He's he just always messes up. It, he, Great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got. I, I paid. Account who might not be literate. Oh, that's I paid. Not I paid a. I paid a big whack of taxes. Then I got a friggin' letter from the IRS saying you owe more. Right. And it's like another. It's like another rent check just flew out the door. And I was like, ah. I was like, come on. He's like, my. I call my guy and he's like, yeah, that was my fault. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mixed some numbers. Up. Hey, do me a favor. You got a Venmo? Uh, listen, I made the mistake. I'll pay the fine. Uh, <laughs> he's he's great, but I guess not a great. Anyway, so yeah, I just I want results for my oh, tax dollars. I want these son. I want these kids to be taken care of. Okay, go ahead. Should I grab this? Real I don't quick? want them. Yeah, we can edit this out if it's too. Uh... Hey, buddy. How you doing, JJ? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit. How you doing? Did you go for a walk today? What would you get up to? Did you go see the horse? I think you said you were going to watch a video. <laughs> You're not very talky today. I'm thinking about you, bud. One at a time, one at a time. Well, I'm doing my little show right now, buddy. I'm thinking about you, though, JJ. I love you, son. Like it? I like it. You want to call me tomorrow? I miss you. Bye-bye. Give me a kiss. Where's my kiss? Thank you. 
All right, bye, son. Call me tomorrow. I love you. Bye. Can I get a wave? Oh, no wave. Here, don't pick your nose. Don't pick your nose. A wave. Can I get a wave? Bye. Bye. See you tomorrow. I love you. Bye, son. He is sweet. He is sweet, though. He's, he's cute, man. He's a sweet boy. Yeah. He gave, you a little, he gave you a little kiss. Yo, oh, man, little that kiss. made me cry a bit. It's so nice. No crying. No crying, Graham. No crying oh, in baseball. He gave me a little <laughs> kiss. And then, you're, then, he, then he goes, Kirk goes, can you give me a wave? And then he starts, starts picking his Pick nose. His <laughs> and he goes, give me a wave. And he goes, all right. And he gives him a little wave. It's pretty cute. Allergy season, he's going to pick his nose. Yeah. It's tough. I get that. It's tough to compete with allergy season. Sure. Probably a lot of pollen up there. A lot of pollen. Yeah. Yeah, what are we talking about? Sorry, I cut you off. We do a 2 o'clock call. It's 2 o'clock in New York. Yeah. Graham is crying. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, it makes you, hits you in the, the feels, huh? It's nice. Yeah. Um, he's a sweet boy. It's just a nice little call just to check in on, make sure he's not covered in bruises or something. I don't know. I just want to make sure he's okay. It's good, good for, for him to see his dad's face. Yeah. You know? Just so much checking in on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean... You can tell just by the, you could hear the good man lady in the background. And that was when it was AIDS, yeah. You could tell that she, she's enjoying, she's not burnt out or sad. She's giggling. And well, like, the other thing they do in Sweden is they staff it right. It's yeah. not like two people watching seven people. It's like 20 people and they rotate through in shifts. And it's like, I mean, I'm, they work hard, but it's not, the staffing level is appropriate. They can take, vac- it's Sweden. They're still taking seven, eight weeks vacation mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different discussion about vacation in this country, but that that's one of the ones that stupefies me as well. Yeah. When working class people are like, "Oh, they take too much vacation." I'm like, don't you want vacation? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, they have healthcare. Don't you want healthcare? You don't have healthcare. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> people. Yeah. I don't know. We don't need to get into that. I. I. Uh, I feel like I'm obviously liberal, and it just. I uh, I talk too much about it. Maybe for we're not trying to be a political podcast. So uh, you're more conservative than me. You're I'm a missionary. Much more conservative, son, yeah. But this made me think of I had a. This but that's how you know. I tell you, know the system is broken when a missionary's son is like maybe we should <laughs> a little more. <laughs> well, I think Jesus' whole thing was always about the down and out. I definitely shouldn't talk religion on this podcast, but. Uh, for the least of these, you always talked about. Um, so we have an article from Psychology Today, but uh, it made me think about, I had a couple uh, yes, the, yesterday. Yeah, so yesterday was a sea day, so we're stuck at sea, and so, you know, you're wandering on the ship, and... Um, Kirk does comedy on cruises if you're new yes, to the pod. sorry. And this couple, this guy's like... Um, Hey, come sit down and talk with me and my wife, which sometimes is like, I mean, the reason they've seen your show, they saw, we saw your show. Come talk, come sit down and talk with us. And the reason you're hesitant as a comedian is because what's a nightmare. You don't know what they're going to say. I mean, I do not want to sit beside you because you don't know what they're going to, you know, you uh, comedians. We've had everything from like some guy will pull me aside. I got a joke for you and then say the N word. Which is like, I, that's all I need is somebody. You know, I think I heard the comedian. No, I wouldn't say anything. Some guy walked up to me. Yeah. Or somebody will say, you know, something super insensitive about your son. Or, you know, you're the guy, the retarded kid or something. And then I've got to like. 
push down my what I really want to yeah. say and be like, well, you know, technically it's cognitively delayed and has autism, but I hope you enjoyed the show. Or, and I'm not in the mood. It's two in the afternoon, and I'm like, I'm. It's ru- that would ruin my day. It, yeah, it's yeah. so. So you're just hesitant because yeah. you're like, uh, how's this gonna go? And then they they were saying that um, they have five. I'll say five or six because it's a blended house, and their second to last has autism and higher functioning than my son. But then their youngest is a little girl, and they're 16 months apart, kind of like my kids, and uh, Irish twins, we call it. And uh, the youngest is neurotypical, very smart in their words, and doesn't understand why they're so much harder on her than him. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they're trying to, and it made me think about... Me? Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking about you, and then also the relationship between JJ and my daughter, where it's like, you know, you grow up where the whole thing is always about the disabled kid. That's one of the things if I had to do again, that I'd be just, you know, more cognizant to, to not go overboard. Because you're like in, you're in um, survival mode. You're trying everything. I understand. Them. You're trying everything. You're trying this, trying that. But then at some point, yeah, okay, survival mode. But then one of the kids gets 20 years of attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, have you ever expressed that to your daughter? Yeah. You've told her that? I'm yeah. sorry that. That we yeah, you kind I of fell through the cracks a bit, yeah, yeah. You should. Um, I think she'd appreciate that, even if she's not looking for it. I think she'd really appreciate that. I think I know that for me, going to therapy for the first time recently, like I started like maybe a year ago. That was the first time you've been to therapy. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, and uh, I assume, you know, maybe one day she'll go to therapy and she won't have to have that discussion where, like, she she can answer, well, my dad has said that he uh, he does regret and acknowledge that, that he wasn't able to give me the time, whereas I don't have that. Do you know what I mean? That's all. But it's, it's, I don't, I don't hate my parents. I don't, I, 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 you know, I'm just always of the mindset is like, life is not perfect. Life is tough, no matter who you are. And, um, but I would have liked like some sort of like, you know, I suppose there's still time. I mean, uh, but I, uh, you know, I brought it up to them last time we were, we were hanging out. And, uh, my mom just started to cry and said, that's awful. And I was like, I'm not going to push it any further than this. You know, she said, I'm not going to push it any further than this. Or you said that my mother uh, cried and said, that's awful. And then I thought to myself, I'm not going to push it any further than this. Cause it's like this lady's crying. Well, yeah. You're not trying to make her feel bad. Yeah. So, but I would love it if they were like, yeah, we acknowledge, you know, but <laughs> I don't know what that would do for me, but it I think it would well, resolve think, some some feelings, maybe. I think sometimes as a human being, we don't, and again, I don't know anything. I'm just some dumb ex-jock, but I don't know if we always want solutions or sometimes sometimes we do just want to be heard and acknowledged. Like, you're not crazy. That's normal to feel like that. What solution? I don't have any solution. I'm, just, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think that's helpful. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Um, and it doesn't fix it, but just it makes you feel like okay, I'm not, I'm not insane. Mm-hmm. I feel weird about this because it's weird. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, good. Well, did we do an episode? Yeah, we couldn't get to our article. We'll do an article next week. They're all a little different, guys. Exciting news! If I can figure it out, I'm not very technically savvy, but we are going to figure out how to. Because I don't think our we have over 300 episodes, and I don't think our first hundred are accessible on. We've been told they're not accessible on the iTunes. I don't believe because it only shows the last hundred. We're going to put the first 200 episodes of our podcast. I didn't talk about this to you before the podcast, but we're going to put it up on Patreon, and then yeah, and then it's going to be buying a paywall. That if you're interested. And you want to check out those 200 podcasts. They are available to you. We're trying to incentivize uh, people to go on our Patreon yeah. and sign up for it. Provide so, you some value. Yeah, because before we're just like, go on our Patreon, give us money. And for what? You know, I guess this podcast. But um, So the math, if you gave us, um, there's, there's at least going to be 200, 200 uh, uh, episodes on there. So the math would be, if you give us $200 a month, you get e- uh, $200 each ep- a month. Uh, 200 episodes, sorry, uh, $10 a month, $10 a month, Yeah. sorry, <laughs> 200 a month would be great, but I meant to say 200 episodes. Don't give us $200 a month. No, $10 would be each episode of five cents, and uh, yeah, I think it's worth five cents. Um, did I do the math right on that? I think that's right. Is that hey, right? don't look at me. Five cents times 200, 10 bucks. You got it, man. Um, yeah, if you'd like to support us, a couple bucks a month, we'd appreciate it. Uh, all my social media. Ten bucks a month. Would I say two hundred again? You said a couple bucks a month. Oh, a couple bucks. A couple bucks an episode. I meant. Sorry. That's right. Man, I'm struggling today, Graham. Yeah. If I didn't have you, they'd be sending me a couple bucks two hundred times a month. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that last sentence. It's infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But all my social media uh, is Kirk Smith Comedy, and it really helped me if you would add me on Instagram, Facebook. And YouTube. Now, on my Instagram, there is a form in my bio. You can get to my mailing list. Get on my mailing list. I will email you when I come to your town. I'd love to come perform around the country and not do as many ships. Grandma, what's going on with you? My name is Grandma K, and you can find me at Mr. Graham K on Instagram, Mr. Graham K on Twitter. Uh, I'm also on the old Facebook. And uh, follow me on YouTube. I'm trying to get those YouTube numbers up. It's a uh, YouTube slash Graham K comedy. Um, yeah, watch my special if you haven't. It's still up there on the old YouTube. Um, and um, if you're in the New York area, come see my show. Uh, I, I do a live show about once a month about autism, uh, growing up with taking care of my brother, what it means for us in the future. Um, yeah, that's it, folks. Um, Come sign up to my email list so I can let you know when I'm going to be in your area. And you can come see my show. I'm doing pretty much an all-autism show when I'm on the road these days. Um, Yeah. And no, I'm not making fun of my brother. So stop asking that. That's it, guys. Have a great week. You can do it.